This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Welcome back to Jesters of Ravenloft, where a group of comedians tried to escape the horrors of the mists. The troop and the werefolk set off towards the rootless evergreen. Tyler found a misty path that led them along a more covert route to the underside of the tree. Shadow Nemesis looked for loopholes to get the Doctor Deputy released from his oath to Tyler, and Dell stole Shadow Nemesis's bag of holding so he couldn't use the doll's needle to steal one of their bodies. Having climbed up through the base of the tree, New Rogue was the first to emerge topside, only to be confronted by two dead werefolk and three figures standing over them looking reminiscent of Tyler. Is what change prepared to face off with the armies of streamlabbing Tyler? I doubt it. <laughs> After the various yelling and thaumaturgical whispering and thaumaturgical yelling and then more yelling inside the tunnels, New Rogue, you were the third person to emerge from the tunnels into this central hallway in the trunk of the Rootless Evergreen. And that's where you found two dead werefolk, their bodies already returned. You see them merge from their hybrid forms back to their mortal forms, back to their animal forms, and then you just see two dead animals on the ground. But you are being charged by three hecklins. You can hear them saying, hecklin, 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 as they attack. (laughs) They're charging forwards, green-skinned, six-armed, carrying six daggers, sprinting at you. Can you roll me initiative? Jesus. This is chaos fuel. What's happening? (laughs) Uh, Coming from Adam. Tyler (laughs) and Adam, can you both roll me initiative with disadvantage? Ooh. I have an 11. Okay. With disadvantage, I have a 10. Oh, disadvantage. Uh, Hold on. What? Nine. Three okay. boys going in a row. Mm-hmm. You okay, buddy? You gotta breathe. You gotta breathe, guy. Remember to breathe. It's happening. He forgot how to breathe. But they're green skin, so they look like me, but it's me bald with a beard saying Hecklin, Hecklin, Hecklin. Is that right? I, I think that's the, the gist of it. So, yes, to paint the picture, you are seeing yourself. It, 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 not you, but New Rogue is seeing what looks like Tyler, only an older wizened Tyler. There is a little bit of Tyler Hecklin energy to this Tyler Hewitt-ish form. It has your beard. It has your height and green skin. Totally bald, though. And it has each of them have six arms carrying daggers. Hecklin, Hecklin. And despite the fact that they were rolling initiative with advantage, I rolled four sevens in a row and then two fours on a D20. So fate is smiling upon all of you. New Rogue, these Hecklins are charging towards you, but you get to act first. What do you do? Um. Okay. Uh, I, so this is like a corridor, 
Yes, right this is a corridor. It's got a smooth floor. You can see that this has been carved out of wood. It's been polished to the point where it feels like stone. It is a smooth ramp. It is a curving hallway, a gently curving, gently ramped upwards. The hecklins are ahead of you. They are slightly up from where these gaps in the walls are appearing out of the tunnels. They're about 30 feet away right now. They have two dead animal forms in front of them. One of them you recognize from all of those names you heard is Chat Chattington, who was told to take the lead in the oh. werewolf army. Definitely dead. Oh, rip. Okay, that stinks. But there's no more were folk beyond them that I can see. Those seem to be the first two to have come through. You were leading the charge as the chosen one, so you are now the spearhead of the first wave because the first spearhead has been thoroughly blunted. All right, I'm like, what to do? What to do? What to do? Don't want to cast a spell right now. Might. Not have enough time. And then I just, I, I find that my hand is just like reaching to my little satchel. I'm like, almost instinctively. And I pull out the fairy fire wand of gusting. And I'm like, oh, yes. unleash the storm. I like, I like that you think you know what it does. Yes, this is so it, good. It. It's perfect. Can you roll me a D100? Oh which is God. rolling a D10 and the D10 with the 10 numbers on it. <laughs> so D100. what's the first D10? Yep. Okay. Well, the D100 is a 10. Okay. And, and then roll another D10. Another D10. Okay. Give me a second. <laughs> I always lose it. I always lose my D10. There it is. Okay. Ready. I'm so ready. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a zero. <laughs> So what's that, 100? So you roll... It's a 10. That's 10. You roll a 10. Which means you cast fairy fire out of the wand. One of the things you expected. (laughs) He did! Incredible. You cast the spell in a 20-foot cube within range. Is it blue, green, or violet light? It is your choice, New Rogue. I mean, the only one I haven't really done right now is violet... So you know what? Success. This color me violet, baby. Violet cube. <laughs> okay. I have to see how these do. It's a fail. It's a fail. What? That's a six and two fives. They all fail their deck saves and are now all three are glowing with violet light. So that happens you see them glowing <laughs> brilliantly as they charge towards you which means any attack roll against them if it is by someone who can see them uh has advantage so everyone hey. will have advantage hey. when attacking oh. these creatures which is good because tyler or i mean do you want to move new rogue you could move 30 feet away they are 30 feet away coming towards you do you want to stay where you are because you do have that option of moving. uh no i'm i'm going to take point Great. And as you hold this wand out, do you have a particular wand style? Are you the weird twisty overhand like Voldemort? Is it just a straight Harry Potter? Are you aiming it like a gun with two hands raised firing it? What what does it look like with you extending this wand blasting things with fairy fire? Um, I'm just like pinching it with like my thumb and my index finger <laughs> uh, with my arm raised up, elbow basically at my head. I'm basically so like, it's, it's like a gun. It's like a little yes, little. it's a it's a little bit of a gun meets the back arm of a bow. Only you don't have a bow 
or your other hand just doing holding it. it up here at all times yeah yeah okay. and I, my, one of my eyes i just like i'm using it to focus while the other one's closed like yeah i got and you. it works <laughs> tyler you climb out of your tunnel and see three violet glowing evil bald versions of yourself with six arms charging towards new rogue you are entering the hallway around the same point as new rogues they're about 30 feet from you the hallway is slanting up and curving to the left uh, in front of you where they are and it is slanting down and curving to the right if you turned around away from you uh i mean i i see new rogue being attacked by these three glowing bald clones of me they're mm -hmm. saying the name of my teacher slash abuser so <laughs> it immediately sends me to my trauma place and i go into a blade song stance uh and i just grab my my sword and i i i run in and uh, uh i try to attack um great have... so you've got 30 feet to get to them but you can make that pretty instantaneously yeah. yeah and i think i actually get i get 10 more feet of movement when i'm blade singing so um that's easily Ooh. covered there um, but I, um, I have a cantrip that I have had since I became a wizard, uh, a blade singer and just never got the opportunity to use because it requires multiple opponents to be adjacent to each other. Um, okay. I'm going to use a cantrip called green flame blade. And what it allows Ooh. me to do is as part of casting this spell, I must make a melee attack with a weapon against one creature within range. So nothing will happen if I miss, but let's, let's see what happens. Mm. Uh, what I will flag for you is, as this is occurring, the mist swirls up around you and whoa. something appears on your waist. You receive a new item. Uh -oh, uh -oh. You instinctively saying, uh -oh. know what this is, Tyler. Okay. This has the powers of what would be considered a wand of a war mage, which means when you use it, it will give you plus one to your melee or ranged spell attacks. If you are rolling to hit, it gives you plus one on those. Ooh. But with you being a blade singer, I'm not imagining it would be the traditional wand. It may be accoutrement. It may be brass knuckles. It could be anything. What does it look like for you based on your trauma place? What would be the thing that would soup up your attacks that you could use? This is something that I can use when I'm making melee attacks with my two-handed weapon. If they are magic attacks. Magic attacks? Okay. So it if could it, be with the two-handed weapon, or it could be outside of that as long as magic is involved. Okay. Um, it is... I don't think this exists in real life, but I'm going to try to paint you a picture here. It is a... Um, it's a pommel attachment. Um, it is a small orb about the size of my fist, maybe even smaller. Uh, and I am able to take it in my hand, and there's a hollow that I can basically affix it to the bottom of my sword, the existing pommel Ooh. of my sword, and turn it. And it's like, um, because it's come, or it's 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 influenced by my, the way I was taught magic and things like that, it's got a Tyler Hecklin bent to it. Um, it will be, um, <laughs> it, uh, uh, it, it looks like, like brick, like like a brick from a building, basically. But it's kind of been like snapped off, um, and uh, I just affix it. I can just twist it onto the bottom of my sword, and that channels magical power into it. So it looks like just a hunk of brick. Yeah, yeah. It replaces your pommel of your sword, which is the fulcrum that you are swinging around. You've learned your combat well. And the other thing I will note for you is, if you are not using your sword to use a ranged or melee spell that involves an attack roll, you can 
slot. You can basically pop it off, and it's a brick with a rusty nail poking out of it oh, that you Jesus. can just okay. cast magic with or blast magic out <laughs> of it. So you receive this brick of the war mage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is now attached to your sword. It will give you plus one to this melee attack that you need because this is a spell attack. So it's all there. Plus one to spell melee attacks. Yes. So I'm just writing this down. And ranged for both. It'll do both as long as you are using your brick of the war mage. Plus one to spell attacks then. Anytime I'm rolling to attack with a spell. Correct. Uh, Thank you very much, watchers in the mist. Um, What a a time for that to come in. Um, Yeah. uh, uh, Gosh, with so much happening, I, I... I see it. I know what it is. I say a, a, a whispered like, thank you, watchers. And I, I snap it onto the, the pommel and I'm running over there and I take a swing at uh, the middle Hecklin. Great. Roll your attack. Uh, I have advantage if it's a melee weapon because attack. Because of the fairy fire. Oh, because of the fairy fire. Yeah, you will have okay. advantage on this Ooh. for sure. Oh, gosh. All right. So that's a five on the first roll, please. That's better. This is going to be plus five for a 22 to hit. That will hit. Okay. There it is. Um, One hit KO. Here we go. On a hit, this is green flame blade. So my my sword just ignites in green flame as I slash at this this person. Um, It does no additional effects or anything like that on this swing. So I'm rolling 2d6 plus three is my regular damage. Okay. Nice. That's uh, 11 plus 3 for, gosh, what, 14? 14. Whoa. 14 damage. Nice. Um, and uh, the effect of Green Flame Blade takes place at this point. Uh, green Flame leaps from the target to a different creature of my choice that I can see within 5 feet of it. The second creature takes fire damage equal to my spellcasting ability modifier. Um, okay. So if you want to call that a spell attack... That would add plus one. No, because now we're talking about damage. You need to roll to attack or this automatically jumps? It's No, it's just a fixed number. It's just my spell attack modifier. So without any other stuff, it's five. It, it just another guy right. takes five yeah. damage. Yeah. Nice. So the central Hecklin, you, you carve deep through his torso with a flaming wound. <sighs> he is still standing, but barely. Oh. And as your slash hammers through him, the phantom flaming blade soars off of yours and slams into the next Hecklin, carving deep into one arm with a now flaming wound on him as well. That is a hell of a turn. Shadow Nemesis, you, I'm going to say with your amount of fury, stumble out of your gap, the tunnel in the side of the wall and end up next to New Rogue. You see violet lit, Massive evil Tylers with multiple arms. You see Tyler dash in with a green flaming blade attacking multiples of them at the same time. You stand ready to join this combat, and that's when you feel the mist swirl up around your waist. And when you look down, you see a pan flute. Pan flute? You can almost feel as your hand brushes it. You just, you hear the sound of, of, of beautiful pan flute music in your head. And at the same time, the, the chittering of rats. And you realize <laughs> you, you have a flute of rats. And if you play it, you could control rats. And you realize that's amazing because you have a hat of rats that could summon a swarm of rats that could turn the tide of this battle. And then you realize you lost your bag of holding. 
what do you do? So I, I, I understand as soon as it appears that it's a rat whistle. <laughs> rat whistle? It's the flute of rats. Don't rat oh, okay. whistle the flute of rats. Oh, all right. <laughs> flute of rats. I understand this as soon as it appears. Yeah, absolutely. The When you touch it, you just know. You spent so much time reading that rat book. Now, hold on a minute. This just popped into my head. So we're dealing with uh, werefolk, right? Yep. Didn't we mention that some of them were rat people? Correct. There are oh, were rats. Well, well, well. It appears <laughs> that I have control over rat people. All right. Um, how many people are there's like people behind me, right? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Well, there are rumple foreskin and ninety-eight more werefolk are coming through the tunnels. Ninety-eight. Okay. Also, they <laughs> so they gathered an army of exactly a hundred people, and that was ninety-eight people yep. there. Okay. Um, I said 100 last episode, so we're stuck with that number now. Do uh, I guess I don't know the percentage of rat people in this 100 people. I would say, let me just uh, check. Solid, like oh 75 rat people. Is there that... are five different kinds of wares present. So if we assume a relatively equal number in an egalitarian society, that would mean there are 20 rat folk total. Can you roll me a D6? Ooh, okay. That's a that's a three. All right. One of them died and is on the floor. You just see a dead rat under some of these these uh hecklins. Aww. So there are oh, no. 19, 19 rat folk in this army. Okay, hold on. Not that you know that exact number, but we're <laughs> defining it for the world. But I'm just like being around them, I'm like, I'm kind of ballparking it. I'm like, I'm going to say like 1920 rat people. Like, just kind of like <laughs> that's ballpark it for exactly yeah, what Yeah, like around there, like 1920. <laughs> like He's a, good a good, with these numbers. A it's good. like sticking your hand in like a gumball machine. Yeah, yeah there's about there's about 19. Say, in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like a good fifth of rat people. All right. So I know they exist. So I raise the the oh, flute to, to my lips and... Uh, I, I, what the hell do I say? I go, uh, like, and then I go, rat people to me. And I want to see if they come to me. Shadow Nemesis, can you roll me a persuasion? Oh man! Actually, With first, advantage? can you roll me? First, can you roll me a Constitution? Con Danger sense. Does that? Do I get? No, the, that's, oh, that's not a trap. Oh. I need to know how hard you can blow into a flute. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, Constitution. All right, okay. Well, that's yeah. How loud too. is a flute playing over combat? If anybody knows how to blow, it's old Adam here. Let's see. <laughs> but can Shadow Nemesis? I that's the real shadow. question. A uh, total of nineteen. Okay, you're blowing pretty good. Yes. Can you roll me a persuasion? Um, okay. Per Danger persuasion. sense. Danger sense. No, it's not, not Danger sense. Don't Tyler. listen to that. <laughs> I did it because Tyler said. <laughs> I thought you were helping me out. Uh, okay. Plus, plus three. Uh, yeah, all right. That's a seven. Yep, you play that flute 
Would you like to move? Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? That's <laughs> well, going to be I'm, your action. Well, I'm going to wait for the rat people to come to me. Oh, my God. Okay. We're going to so fucking are die. holding position. That's great. Yeah. I said rat people to me. So I got, I like on our break, I already divvied out what they're all going to do. So like, <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to come to me. Super. Super. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we have our the battle we all expected. <laughs> Three hecklins versus Tyler. Yep. The first one is going to attack. All right. No. I'm, he's I mean, he's aflame, but he's taking his swings. I'm in blade singing stance, so my armor class is 20. Nice. Oh, that's good, but that's a nat 20 on the first one. <gasps> oh, well, this, no. this might just kill me then. The second attack is a 13. Damage. Okay. The third attack is below that. So just the nat 20. Jesus. For the hit. Ow. Of course, which is Tyler and four. Tyler violence would be a nat 20. That will be five piercing damage as one of the daggers okay. stabs past your blade guard. You're whirling around. You were doing your absolute best in full blade singing mode, but well, you I'm were trying. battling three people with six arms. They are moving in to flank you. You're watching pure Hecklin maneuvers here, which is deeply unsettling because you were always fighting and being abused by one elderly man. This is three of them in your trauma place, and they all have extra arms. So the second one, because as far as he could tell in the distance, there's just a, a guy holding a, a, a wand up by his head and a man playing the flute. He's also just going to come in swinging at you, Tyler. He's just saying his own name, Hecklin, 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 and lashing out. It's like fighting three general grievances. He has advantage because of the friends that are with him. That's only a 15. That's only a 14. And that is... That is a dirty 20, which we'll get through. That is the maximum damage of six piercing damage. I am up, but I am in a bad way. Uh-oh. Is there anything you say after you are fighting off one of them and then you're battling the second, who's also getting through. You've been stabbed twice as the third Hecklin comes in with all six arms swinging. God, I, I, I ran up here to help New Rogue, and in this state, this desperation, I think I just say, "Guy," and that's all. I just call my friend's name, who it's not his name anymore, but it's all. It, it's just the adrenaline. It's just the desperation. I can't think of saying anything else. Yep. So you call for a friend who literally is not there as the third Hecklin attacks. Oh, no. It's only a 12. W was he calling that for me? With advantage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with advantage, what? that's two 19s, but not getting there. Oh, that's why we blade dance, baby. On the very last one. That only adds up to a 13. So all three Hecklins have expended all of their attacks with advantage against you. You two are watching Tyler give the most epic defense you have ever seen. He is fighting off 18 daggers with a two-handed weapon with a brick on the bottom that is weeping green flames as it swings through the air. And we come to the next turn. Del, can you roll me initiative? It's 10. 10. Okay. Del, what's your initiative modifier? And Tyler, what's yours? Like, what's your plus one? Plus two. Okay. And Tyler. 
That's good. And then I check for the werefolk. Okay. One uh, of the the werefolk pops up and his initiative <laughs> is great. He's doing great. <laughs> All right. You got to do this like, like 97 more times. <laughs> Am I getting this right? Yeah, you're doing great. All right. New rogue. You have seen this happen. You can see Dell starting to crawl out of a massive tunnel hole that appears in the floor with her mystical paints. Tyler is facing down three foes, one of them nearly mortally injured, another injured and one untouched, all of them leaking violet light in all directions. You have your wand of gusting and fairy fire up by your eye. You're sighted in. What do you do? Um... <clears throat> So I'm not going to use the uh, wand because I the chance of my hitting um, Tyler is too great. Uh, I don't want to use weapons because, again, the chance of hitting Tyler is too great. So I'm going to quickly, like, pocket the wand. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to rush forward to the nearest creatures with my hands extended. And I'm just basically going to... Pull them off, Tyler, and uh, uh, crack their little necks <laughs> with uh, with death touch. All right. <laughs> so this is a. Do you see this as you're leaning in to punch them? So is it an unarmed attack or is this a grapple? It's more. Uh, it's more just like a, a thrust and a grab. Uh, it's kind okay, of like yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's like I'm. My arms are almost like uh, they're magnets, and I'm metal, or vice versa. I'm just like going to them. You're seeking the core. All right, we will call this an unarmed attack to see if you can land. So you've got your unarmed attack stats on your sheet, I believe. Roll me one of those. I will give you advantage. This is a swirling melee, but they've also been so engaged with Tyler that between the two of you, you'd be essentially flanking one of them. And they have fairy fire. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And they have fairy fire. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Would you be attacking? There's the one facing directly off with Tyler is the most injured. Would you have gone for the uninjured one of them or the one who had been cut in the arm? They're three identical figures. So you've got very injured, lightly injured, untouched. I want to go with the most injured. The, the two the of most the most injured. injured. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who I'm going for because I feel they'll Great. be brittle. So you dive past Tyler into the middle of the melee to try to choke the most brittle heckler to death. <laughs> Do it. Kind of 18 <laughs> blades whirring with the giant one and a full body new rogue leap through the middle. I'm a hero. Thread the needle, baby. Uh, so my unarmed, True chosen my one energy. So as an action, you can focus your deathly touch and attack your foes with an arm strike. So I add uh, 1d10 necrotic damage and the damage increases to 2d10 at 5th level. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, 1d10. 1d10, but you got to make that hit, baby. Okay, here goes. Ha-hee-ah! <laughs> oh, um, you have advantage, so you get to roll twice and pick the highest one. Hee-yah! It's a 16. 16 will hit. You fly oh, through the air, wow. and your hands find purchase on this Hecklin's neck. Can you roll me, I think, a D10, a D4, and add your strength modifier? Wow. D4? <laughs> Just strangling it right like, You have weapons. Come here, boy. I love it. Um, 
So the four is is a four. Okay, so that's uh, I add those together plus two. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, seven damage. Describe to me how this Hecklin dies, <laughs> and the mist <laughs> swirls up around you and gives you a pop culture reference to help you frame this moment of majestic tackling throat based murder. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is just the sitting around a couch when I was like 12 with all my buds. Um, it's a uh, golden eye 64 slappers only. Fuck. Oh, I knew my it. one slappers. hand yep. just, uh, it's basically as I, as my hand thrusts in, it's almost like to, to make contact with the neck, it kind of like karate chops in. And that's <laughs> just enough to do the damage of just like a geyser of blood. <laughs> spraying out and then just covering my oh. vision like dur, dur, dur. <laughs> I see his death though uh, and yeah that's it and you do see that new rogue you have dashed forwards you have killed the central hecklin you stand over their body as the flute of rats plays the golden eye theme accidentally but we just all hear it in that brief moment Tyler Oh, no, Dell. Dell has <gasps> the higher initiative. So, Dell, you burst onto the scene out of your giant painted tunnel. Mm-hmm. You see this madness before you. Shadow Nemesis is standing next to you playing a flute. Tyler has been stabbed multiple times and is fighting two opponents, one of whom is injured, the other of whom is uninjured. They are these evil green multi-armed Tylers. And you see New Rogue tackling a third opponent to the floor, <laughs> melting his hands through their neck while yelling the golden eye theme to himself. Wow. All right. <laughs> I'm coming out of the hole in the ground and... I, I'm assuming Tyler looks injured. I <laughs> correct. Do. He looks very injured. Okay, I look like so. I'm he's been dead. stabbed twice. All right. Does not take well. much. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm coming out, and the, the first thing I say is, "Tyler, don't worry. You've got backup. Hang in there." And cast Healing Word as my bonus action on Tyler. Ooh. Thank you. But I I'm casting it at second level, so it is nine HP back for Tyler. Wow. Nice. And then Two. with my action, I want to grab on my belt and then hunker down and like I'm rolling a bowling ball, use my pokeball. And while I'm throwing <laughs> oh, yeah. it, I'm like, protect us. <laughs> and I rolled a That's four on the pokeball. Pretty good. Okay, you rolled a four. Out of the pokeball in a flash of light is a massive boar who appears yeah. leaping onto the scene going... Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah. <It's> back, baby. <laughs> Del, there are many boars in the world, but this one is yours. What about this boar stands out to you? What is its one defining characteristic? This boar, the bottom half of it is silvery white, almost like he was stepped in mud, but it it's white. So he's he's gone silver from like the the belly down all of his nice. legs. Your boar's been dipped. What do you tell it to do? <laughs> Protect Tyler. <laughs> oh. oh no. <laughs> Fighting oh. a bunch of Tylers. <laughs> oh yeah. The boar dashes forward and leaps into combat. Okay, Tyler, this can you roll me a, a deck save? <laughs> uh, yes. 
um i have something for this thanks to the watchers in the mist um ring of evasion one way auto succeeded deck save so let's roll first is that how it works i can roll and then i can use say to use it or should i declare it now before rolling uh i would say roll will allow you to use it it's a little fudgy but i like it it's a good ring that's not Uh, one of the tricks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it's a 13 on the die plus what plus four for decks for 17 i think i'll sit on a 17 i feel good about that Great. You do dodge aside and are successful as a 300-pound boar flings itself through the air, bodily trying to cover you from being attacked. <laughs> you step aside. The uninjured Hecklin, it was trying to block. It doesn't miss, but because you stepped aside, it soars through the air, and instead of blocking you, it body slams fully into the other injured Hecklin. Yes! Oh, hell yeah. That is a solid hit. And it will be doing... Okay, it does bonus damage because it was charging. (gasps) Nice. (laughs) Yes, boar! Yes, boar! Come on. (laughs) The boar, between its massive weight and its tusks, gores deep into the hecklin who falls, and the boar lands on top of it and crunches its torso. So this hecklin is dead with a boar standing on top of it. It gives a boarish war cry. Del, can you make the sound the boar makes in victory? It goes... Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It certainly does. (laughs) Hell yeah. Amazing. Hell yeah, boar. Tyler, a boar has defeated one enemy, New Rogue has defeated the other. You stand facing the last remaining unharmed Hecklin. What do you do? Unharmed and almost a max damage swing didn't take him out. I'm trying to think about how I can put this guy down. No, we're just gonna have to. We're just gonna have to swing on him. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, just uh, attack. Um, no green flame blade because it's one on one. So the flame wouldn't have anywhere to go. Uh, I'm just gonna attack with. I, st- I believe still advantage because uh, of the fairy yep, fire. Still yep. advantage. Okay. He's glowing yeah. purple. Okay. 18 and another. Ooh, that's a 13. So 18 plus 5, 23 to hit. Ooh. That definitely hits. Whoa, right. big swing. Big Two swing. Six. Come on, glass yeah. hammer. That's 4 plus 3 for 7 damage only. 7 damage. You still deal a solid blow and sever two of the arms of this Ooh, last remaining hecklin. So, hearty like damage that. is done. Black blood is spraying out of this green torso. Do you do anything else? That was your attack. You still theoretically have movement or bonus actions. I won't move away because then I think he'll get his uh, thing against me. Uh, opportunity of attack. So, I will uh, I'll just, yeah, I'll just raise my sword up defensively uh, and I'm in my trauma place and I'm just, yeah, I'm just tunnel visioning, alley vision on this guy. Mm. Great, you do that. Shadow Nemesis, you have been playing your flute with all your might, but no rat folk have yet appeared. What do what? you do? Oh, do I get the sense that the whistle didn't work or that <laughs> I need I didn't do it right? Or I would say, how do you feel about playing the flute right now? Like, how do you think Shadow Nemesis feels like how Adam feels based on the results you've received? So if I received a flute that can Mm -hmm. control rats and I made the correct conclusion that there are approximately 19 rat people, (laughs) I would... I would want the rat people. So I, I, I wait. How long did I wait? Like... 
Six, six seconds. seconds. Six, six. <laughs> so I'm really impatient. <laughs> yeah, so the amount of time you played the flute for where you riffed like eight notes, that's about canonically accurate for how much flute you've played so far. So I played the flute. I waited. No rat yep. people ran up. Did, did like Technically, other... you just you played the flute for six seconds and no rat people have appeared yet. <laughs> well, then, okay. So then using that logic, I, I literally like... just finished playing. So I'm going to wait for the rat people to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Correct. So you're gonna hold action, <laughs> hoping for rat people. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna call to uh, Tyler to be like, "Hang in there. Help <laughs> is on the way." <laughs> the Hecklin facing off with Tyler attacks him. Attacks me. So okay. Good. Yep. That's uh... <laughs> two attacks will miss, us. but the third will hit. Okay, I will use um, <laughs> silvery barbs on this one. Okay, reaction. Uh, it that... means that they have to re-roll the d20 and use the lower result. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, it went from a 22 to a 21, so still okay. hits. Still hits. Oh. Um, I'll give the advantage to... Um, uh, th- someone's going to be here in a second. You may want to give it to... Uh, oh. Okay, I think you, you see a, a hybrid rat form scrabbling out of a <laughs> hole. Who might be here in a moment? I'll, gi- I'll give it to the it's I'll give it to the wear rat. Did one pop out? Okay, you do take uh, three piercing damage as you are stabbed in the arm. It's one of those those action movie shoulder arm things that doesn't seem to yeah. do too too much damage, even though in real life if you mess up somebody's shoulder they're like fucked forever. But Ravenloft logic, you can sleep this I'll tear off. Tear off some clothing. You and do see make a bandage on that. Yeah. A, a rat <laughs> scrabble out of one of these tunnels, a rat person, and all of you actually recognize Tater Fry. Yeah. Who Tater. was one of the the first werefolk that you met. And he scrabbles out of this hole. He's got two knives of his own. And he steps up next to you, Shadow Nemesis. And he just says, what do you need me to do? I feel weirdly drawn to doing what you want to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, all right. Uh, wait, is that everybody? Are, aren't there more <laughs> rat people? There are more people climbing up the tunnels, man. Do you want me to do something? I, I mean, I'll wait. <sighs> He's disappointed by the laugh. <laughs> I thought, look, I just thought maybe, like, 19 rat people would show up, but only Listen, one there's like so 97 far. more of these werefolk coming up. Yeah. And then, listen, I started to get excited. I was already near the front. And then behind mm-hmm. me, some of the rat people started trying to climb over some oh. of the other people. So it kind of slowed things down a little bit. So they're gone their way. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Okay. Uh, just a quick question. How how uh, drawn are you to me? Like, like you'll just do whatever I say? <laughs> I mean, how do you... I don't really understand the question. Uh, I came here because it felt like I should talk to you instead of helping the guy over there getting stabbed. But, well, that was the right uh, thing to do. That was the right Are you thing asking to do. me if I'm like in love with you? <laughs> no, I'm not asking that. I just want to see like, like I'm going to tell you to do something. Okay. Are you going to do it? I don't do know. I what is it? What do you want me to again? do, man? This is getting weird. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I made, I wanted all 19 of you here, but I guess we'll get started until <laughs> the rest of them show up. So, um, first of all, I lost a bag and I really, <laughs> I really wanted somebody to go look for it. So, all right. So that um, conversation happens there and we go back to the top of initiative order. New Rogue, oh you have finished God. Goldeneye slapping down the one Hecklin in front of you. There is still another one behind you facing off with Tyler. You're seeing more aware folk emerging from the tunnels behind mm-hmm. you, but mm-hmm. right now there is one menacing 
one of your companions, mm-hmm. what do you do? Um, well, uh, I, I withdraw my warhammer and I wield it with two hands mm-hmm. and I skulk <laughs> behind him <laughs> and I'm just going to throw down over top of his uh, a bald, stupid head. Great. The mist swirls up and gives you another pop culture reference. Is there something you say or do specifically during this attack? It's just the childhood rhyme. Pup goes the weasel, bro. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, that's all. Right, roll your attack. Like you that. have that's advantage. Pop culture. Yeah. The bro really convinced me it was pop culture. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And now oh. it sounds like a Michael Bay line. Uh, uh, sorry. Okay, that was a eight with advantage. You rolled twice. Uh, yeah, it's an eight. You say, "Pop goes the weasel, bro," and you swing your hammer and miss altogether. You were so focused on skulking, you forgot to stand up and take a big boy swing. You were crunched over like a little goblin, and you tried to do a bonk, but it's moving around. It's full combat happening. Uh, the mist swirls up and gives you another pop culture reference. What do you say, being so disappointed in yourself? What 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 fuels this moment? Uh, uh, oh, God. It would have been great to use the disappointed again from uh, <laughs> Kevin Sorbo's Hercules. Um, um, but instead, it's just, I'm just going to, it's the doors. This is the end. My dearest friend, the end. I'm just like tripping out by my uh, my horrible, horrible uh, uh, luck there, having not uh, swung and made contact. Yep, so you are singing <laughs> gently to yourself in this dark time. As Tyler, you face off with this Hecklin. It is two arms down, but it is still stabbing. This is a duel for the ages. What do you do? God, is is he wearing armor? They are wearing simple robes. You're not seeing okay. a whole ton of armor. Your guess is there's something a little off about their skin. The bodies move on naturally. There seems to be a little bit of a sheen to them, but they are not wearing any mm. plate mail. There's nothing that hefty on them. Okay. Well, I am going in just for another swing. Great. You have advantage because of the man singing, this is the end, directly behind your opponent, creepily into their ears. <sighs> this is the Fuck. end, my dearest friend. Eight plus five for 13. 13 with advantage? Yeah. Yeah, You are also missing. This one Hecklin standing alone is channeling all of your power and all the power of your master. This is a terrifying time. Anything I can do Shadow Nemesis. Oh, oh, was there more? Yeah, as a bonus action. Nope, never mind. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking about the various battles ahead. I can't be burning through this stuff. So yeah, I'll just stand here and take my licks. Do it and then just take a nap and then it'll come back. <laughs> An eight hour nap. Done this you sleep. are talking to Tater Fry, right. ready to try giving your first order. What do you do? What are you saying? You okay. talk about your bag. Yeah, yeah man, you yeah, want to get yeah. that bag? Where'd you leave it? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I, I fell out of the cart on the way over here. And so it might be outside. So I, I don't know. Here, here I, had, I had a little group set up of what I wanted people to do. So. Um, okay. Okay. Tell you what. Why don't you? Okay. You go get, I don't know, three other rat people, and then okay. and then bring them to me. Two of you 
go help out uh, Tyler there because it looks like he's uh, not doing a great job. And then the <laughs> other two go just kind of walk around, do a quick quiz with people and just say, like, have you seen this bag of holding? It, uh, it looks like I know. Like, what does my bag look like? It's like. <laughs> Like it's a simple bag that goes on your hip. It's a brown leather bag with a drawstring. It doesn't look tremendously magical. It just is. It's a simple bag, just with a drawstring. Just you know, just nothing fancy. Um, but if you, if it's like a magic bag, so there's things inside, and there's something in there that is very important for the upcoming battle. Oh, get another person too. Get a fifth <laughs> one, and um, have them come to me because I want to kind of. There's other things I want them to do. Oh, man. Can you roll me a persuasion, Adam? Uh, okay. Does the flute give me advantage over them? Oh, God, no. No? Can I just give like a toot? Give like a toot? As I Absolutely. You can talking? give a toot. Changes nothing, but you okay, can give right. a toot. All right. Persuasion? <laughs> yep. That's plus three. Okay. All right. Not 20. Oh, God. Interesting fact. Incredible. He also rolled a nat 20. <gasps> but mine's three. I have plus three. Ooh. You have plus three, but at the same time, your order is tremendously stupid. <laughs> so you see three more rats start crawling out of the holes around you. They're coming in from the tunnel. So he looks at you and goes, man, I'm not doing that shit, but you can talk to one of the other rats, man. You're you're weird. You're <laughs> weird and I don't like it. Fine, get out of here. Go help him. Do Go help Tyler then. Do you agree? Dell. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> We've been bouncing around in this order. Adam's been doing a minute worth of bits over yeah. here. It is your turn, though. What are you doing? Oh, I'm As I see both New Rogue and Tyler clanging away on this guy, I'm going to run up and duck down and pull out my reality blade. And as I'm running over, I'm going to draw the end of it to make it a long rapier sword and then mm -hmm. come in for a stab at the side. And I'm hoping to go opposite where the boar is, so that me and the boar like pincer attack on this guy. Okay. I like that a lot. So you attack. You have advantage. All right. It is 22. Oh, there we go. That definitely wow. hits. Roll your All damage. All right. Nice. Yes. Oh, I get to pull out a D8. Here we go. Uh, five damage altogether from me. Five damage altogether. You do your five damage and stab up. Is this into torso? Is this into leg? Is it into groin? I don't know. No, it's into, groin, it's into torso by way of side under ribs. Just oh, coming in. Oh, the obliques yeah. up and under? Yeah, that's nasty as hell. You successfully do that. And the boar attacks. And successfully... And when we add you and a boar that rolled max damage, the two of you Whoa. pincer beautifully with your blade stabbing up and under the rib cage. And as you pin the hecklin in place, the boar leaps forwards and with its tusks digs its entire head in and up the rib cage on the other side yes! until wow. you both just pop out the back. Oh, God <laughs> damn. The body falls to the floor. You look at the boar. The boar looks at you. Do you say anything? Hell yeah, boar. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> the board starts cavorting around and the tunnel starts to fill with all of the other werefolk coming in. You can see Merith Glimplimmer. You can see the rest climbing out. There are the number of rat folk that you would have suspected. Sweet. Shadow Nemesis. But you're surprised to see, though the rat folk start turning towards you, Merith steps towards New Rogue, covered in blood, standing over the fallen foes. 
And the Hecklin's bodies are already dissolving. They're dissolving mm-hmm. into goo that disappears and almost evaporates, turns into a black sludge and then disappears into the sky. And Merith says, all right, chosen one, we're here. We've made it into the trunk. What do we do? What orders do you have to give? Uh... New Rogue, you're not used to combat, which is why the mist swirls up around you and gives you three pop culture <laughs> references. Jeez. Each pop culture reference gives you one order you need to give to your werefolk army mm. in this space. What are the orders you give? <clears throat> and they all have to be pop culture references. Okay. So, Correct. Um, so it's that fish guy from um, Star Wars. Okay, team. This could be a trap. So everybody be on your guard and don't do anything stupid. Um, That's the line. That's the line. That's that's exactly right. I'm channeling my fish person for that one. Yeah. Um, um, And then I'm. uh, Oh. And then it's just like um, channeling Krusty when uh, he's ex- when he has his rerun um, that's playing during what crisis is the crisis that he's as, he, his rerun? No, he has a, he has a rerun episode. As yeah. ah, they won't they won't they don't know any difference like or whatever. The 60s. No, it's not the sixties. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, it's the it's off of Argent. It's off of Argentina. What is in South America? Anyways, it's it's oh, fuck the it. Cuban gonna, Missile Crisis. It's not the Cuban Missile Crisis. I'm going too deep. I'm just going to do... Um, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, we've reached the point where this is what it's like for any listener to understand what it's like to be a ghost, where you know the <laughs> trivia, but no one on the podcast does. You know, they're going like, just this fucking thing. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, it's just uh, then me being like, uh, 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 fuck, don't you put it... Like All I think is commanding people. So I'm like, don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. It was a Canadian educational advert where puppets teach kids mm-hmm. not to put things in their mouth. Yeah. So I'm just telling them to be on their guard. And remember, if you find any poison, don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Make sure you're on guard. Make sure you're on guard. I'm just really reinforcing the being on guard. Protect yourself bit. And, um, and then it's South Park, the movie... I'm like, we must go up there. And it's it's me as the devil, I guess, um, pointing upwards. I want to go. I want to live. And uh, I'm uh, pointing that we have to go higher and higher. So let's go down this tunnel all together now. And that works, Merith, right? Merith Glimplimber looks at you and says, understood. And she turns to all the werefolk and says, all right, everyone. <laughs> He's going up to defeat Streamlabbing Tyler. We need to fight defensively down on the ground. Don't do any biting. We don't know what's inside this goo if we actually kill them. Fight defensively. The longer we last, the better a chance he has against Streamlabbing Tyler up there. So I need you guys to do your work. Screech, stay absolutely focused. Frankenfurter McPoopneys, you better keep those weapons in your hands. I don't want to see you drop those. And gracious Greg Glitter, I know you want to be a hero, but we're not looking for heroes here. The Chosen One needs defensive fighters. You stay on on guard. Remember, this could be a trap. And Slippy McGiggleballs, don't you go biting. <laughs> I know you love biting. And remember what the Chosen One said. Don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you put it in your mouth. Go Bayside! And they all yell, go Bayside! <laughs> <laughs> and they charge down the ramp away from you. And Merith looks back and says, you can do it Chosen One. You gotta save us all. And that's when you realize the four of you have been left standing in a hallway. 
New Rogue, you need to be a hero. Tyler, your friends kind of stood by and just let you get stabbed a bunch. And the only person who protected you was Dell, and she did it absurdly by summoning a pig. And Shadow Nemesis, you see the doctor deputy climb out of a tunnel, and you realize the rat folk didn't listen to you because you aren't the chosen one. What? All of you are troubled. All of you feel the weight of this moment set upon you. And all of you realize it's time to climb up the tree and try to defeat Streamlabbing Tyler. That's the end of this episode, listener. But next week, you could become a watcher and affect the Jester's adventures by joining our Twitch stream, which happens every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Toronto time. If you join our Twitch chat, you can give the cast magical items, name NPCs, and decide the events that shape Ravenloft. So catch up on the story, follow Dum Dum Dice on Twitch, and join our weekly stream right away. Jesters of Ravenloft features the voices of players Tyler Hewitt, Del Borovic, Guy Bradford, and Adam McNamara, alongside Dungeon Master Ryan LaPlante. This episode was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Jesters of Ravenloft's artwork was created by Del Borovic at delborovic.com. That's D-E-L-B-O-R-O-V-I-C. Our theme song is Dark Mysterious Halloween Night by Sound Gallery by Dimitri Taras. And our ad breaks use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, whose music is available at freemusicarchive.org. For all things Dum Dums and Dice, including merchandise and how to join our Patreon, you can visit dumdumdice.com or find us on social media at dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Now get out of here before the mist gets you too. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy, Funky Head, Nomad, the Wise Paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lale, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it 
Claytonville. And it was the rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out, it's the Four Spurs Pantry! <laughs> Way to go to Mockery Manor and Claytonville. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>